Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 149 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that simply violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, The Raz, with my co-host, The Buck, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the interwebs. And this week, Buck, we have one recurring theme with our episode title being Bad Cop, No Donut. No Donut. No Donut. Man, you gotta love a good theme, man. What do we what do we you go for, man? What do we got in store for the week? Well, we got a bunch of stories, and the first one uh comes from Vale Daily. This is Vale Beaver Creek in the Eagle Valley, Colorado News. Candidate in Eagle County Sheriff's race taken into custody for outstanding tickets following debate. Okay. Eagle County right. Sheriff James Van Beek told attendees at Wednesday night's Vale Daily Candidate forum that he was the only candidate in the two-person sheriff's race who didn't have outstanding warrants. Van Beek's opponent, 37-year-old Paul Agnenberg, was uh, subsequently taken into custody outside of the Eagle County outside the Eagle County building following Van Beek's closing statements. Under Sheriff Dan Loya participated in the arrest and said Agnenberg had outstanding traffic tickets in both Eagle and Lake Counties. He has a no bond out of Lake County, so he needs that needs to address that. So Lake County came to get him and will take him to Lake County. Agnenberg was was presented with a warrant dur- during the arrest and expressed concern that it did not contain a judge's signature. Ooh, the plot thickens. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. It is not a legitimate warrant. Guess what, folks? He's probably right. Uh, you can take it up with the ju- judge, Loya replied. <laughs> the, fo- the arrest followed a candidate forum in which Agnenberg and Van Beek discussed a variety of topics, such as community policing, fentanyl prosecution 122, uh, sorry, fentanyl uh, proposition 122, extremist groups, Colorado's red flag law, and behavioral health services. Um, they, they go on and on a little bit about their, their different... Uh, views on things such as medical marijuana and psychedelic mushrooms uh, before we actually get down to the end here where they, they go back into the, this 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 lunacy um, Loya who was dressed in plains below said he was outside the building when Deputy Jordan Harrison when he spotted Agnenberg leave the event Loya said that they were not there waiting for Agnenberg. I'm calling bullshit, but upon seeing him, they felt they had to make the arrest. This is the violence I'm talking about, Agnenberg said as he was being arrested. They used violence and intimidation. Loya said he was making every effort to treat Agnenberg with the utmost respect. Agnenberg uh, was handcuffed and helped into the Blue Ford Explorer, an unmarked vehicle driven by Harrison. Loya said Agnenberg was take was being transported to a holding facility in Eagle County before being taken to Lake County. Loya said uh, insisted Agnenberg wore his seatbelt despite the discomfort expressed by Agnenberg, who was seated in the front seat uh, in handcuffs with them behind his back. Your safety is my number one concern, Paul. Loya said, "I may be working for you." <laughs> so let let me get this straight: a public forum for a debate and the officers didn't oh, I just happened to run into him yeah you didn't know he was there okay if you know someone has is a warrant for their arrest and you um you know that they're a place they're going to be sure that, that you can make the arrest i get that but no this was 100% 100% orchestrated by the incumbent who was who said he has warrants on stage okay well if you know he has warrants then you have an absolute duty to effectuate that arrest, not wait for the photo op outside of him being taken out or you to make a, a, a proclamation on stage. This guy's got warrants. You stationed it, you lying sack oh, of shit. Yeah. You absolutely planned that. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Wait, this let, me, seems... let me tell you, I, I do not have a... It is offensive to me that you would question the integrity of the law enforcement professionals of whatever county this is, man. I cannot, you and I both damn well know that an elected official such as a sheriff would never, ever, 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 ever stoop to those levels in order to get elected or vote or dissuade other people from having confidence in the other candidate. It's a fair and and good 
process democracy at work and you know i i can't believe i haven't started cracking myself up laughing at that <laughs> um like i thought i was too stoned to even get a sentence in there and boy oh boy i could have ranted all day no fucking shit this shit was staged man oh my god the, the warrant didn't even have a judge's signature so uh, oftentimes that can get overlooked but it, does, it makes it it's not a valid warrant anymore so that could be problematic down the line uh, now, if a, if a true warrant existed, okay, fine. But <laughs> here's 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 a here's one thing. Uh, you know what? Have you ever seen a, like an actual warrant, Buck? I'm not sure if you have. That's why I'm asking. Mm, I don't believe that I have ever okay. so seen an actual warrant. No, they're different mm-hmm. in every jurisdiction because it's it's written by a judge and they write it however they want. But every warrant I've ever had my hands on commands any member of law enforcement to take a, this person into custody. That's what it, that's the way it reads is you are commanded. So you have an you cannot ignore that warrant. So actually it, no, I have I have seen warrants before. I used to do ride-alongs with our friend Squatch. Mm-hmm. And uh and I used to do warrant service with him. You are absolutely right. You are absolutely right. I didn't remember it until you said it. It says right on there. Take this person into custody. You are commanded without uh-huh. without delay. <laughs> so um, that means the sheriff doesn't know how to do his job. Apparently, just saying that too. I, I, I'm not going to go into the like the looking into the candidates in Colorado, but I really hope that incumbent loses. <laughs> oh man, you know what though? I mean this this just. It smells so scummy. Like, nothing about this passes the smell test. All of this just reeks. I can't believe that anybody who looks at the very fucking first page of this of this file, somebody's going to open this up and go, nope. Somebody's just going to nope their way right the fuck out of this. They're going to be like, no, I'm not touching this with a 10-foot pole. Whatever this is, pay your fines, pay your dues, goodbye. Don't ever talk to us again here in this county. Good fucking bye. Nobody's going to want to touch this. Well, if and if he, because they're parking tickets too. So they, that's he, what I'm they, saying. They could just they could just pencil whip those things all day long. So, not saying they yeah. want fraudulent charges. I'm just saying nothing passes the smell test here. No, it doesn't, man. You know, listen. They might have been so what parking fucking tickets. You know, and and you conveniently. Just happen to have this arrow in your in your political quiver, and just happen to fire it right into the bullseye during a fucking speech. Yeah, you know, it just like, so happens that the the the, other, the deputies are waiting outside. Yeah, okay, dude. They <laughs> spent hours. Those parking tickets were probably from like 1974. <laughs> okay, like. Like that's let's just let's just not even put a finer point on it. Like whoever this guy is is probably squeaky fucking clean, and they had to go digging. Like they were waiting outside for this motherfucker with shovels because they had to dig so fucking bad to get dirt on this bitch. Man, that just fucking sucks for that guy. But either way, well, our next story comes from the Slate Report. Former Maine police officer to be sentenced on four. felony charges a former officer who was arrested for dealing drugs less than a week after he had retired from the Calais Calais? C-A-L-A-I-S Calais? I don't know well let's just say from the police department (laughs) Uh, yeah that'll work we'll be sentenced next month on more than a dozen criminal charges Jeffrey Bishop 55 pled guilty last month to drug trafficking and furnishing stealing drugs, and multiple counts of receiving stolen property. He is scheduled to be sentenced on 14 felony charges at 8.30 a.m. on October 17th. Bishop was arrested in 2021 after he was seen giving drugs to a 17-year-old girl in the parking lot of the high school in Harrington. The drugs, which were inside an unmarked prescription pill bottle, were intended for the girl's mother, including 27 acetaminophen and hydrocodone pills and three baggies of fentanyl, a synthetic opioid 100 times more potent than heroin. 
Why nice. they why they talk about the acetaminophen? You know, that's whatever. Uh, when police, well, it's because because the uh, hydrocodone and acetaminophen are both tinctured in the one pill. So it's not just a hydrocodone pill. It's the 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 script bottle, or the way that the okay. doctors prescribe it is with acetaminophen. Gotcha. When police executed a search warrant on his home a few days later, they found and seized 15 guns that had been reported stolen in Hancock and Washington counties over the previous four years. Two of the recovered guns, both of them police-issued Glock pistols, had been stolen in 2016 burglary of the Goldsboro Town Office, where Bishop was previously employed as a police officer. In all, 35 charges were filed against Bishop. Of those, 21 are being dismissed as part of a plea deal with the state attorney's office, including several theft-related uh, related to the guns. Uh, among the charges Bishop pled guilty to is a charge of stealing oxycodone that was in possession of the police department. Twelve of the charges Bishop pled guilty to are Class B felonies, uh, each of which carries a maximum punishment of 10 years in prison and a fine of $10,000. The other two are Class C felonies, which carry a punishment up to five years behind bars and a $5,000 fine. Bishop was never charged with burglary in connection with gun thefts because there wasn't sufficient evidence to connect him with the break-ins where the firearms had been stolen, Assistant Attorney General John Rissler has stated. Prior to February 1st, 2021, the incident at the high school, Bishop on multiple occasions allegedly gave drugs to the girl's mother in exchange for what police youth <laughs> they described in court documents as a non-monetary form of payment in his cruiser while he still worked for the police department. <laughs> Defense attorney. Very, that, you know what? That is a fantastic new way to say blowjob. A non-monetary form of payment. Oh, yeah. God. His defense attorney could not be reached for comment about the plea deal. <clears throat> Bishop, a Cherryfield resident, worked in law enforcement in Maine for 25 years before retiring in January of 21. Prior to that, he served as a police officer in Ellsworth, Goldsboro, Winter Harbor, Millsboro, Jonesport, Baileyville, and Washington County Sheriff's Department. He was fired from the Winter Harbor Police Department in t- October of 2015. The reason for his firing was not disclosed. He has been working for more than a year as a corrections officer in the Downey's Correctional Facility State Prison. God dang. In 2006, while employed as a deputy with the Washington County Sheriff's Department, he lost a bid to be the Republican Party nominee for sheriff after the incumbent, Joseph Tobias, decided to retire. Days after the primary loss, Bishop was seen throwing a political cam- opponent's campaign sign into the river. He was later convicted of attempted criminal mischief and fined $100. But after the months of legal wrangling between his union and the county, he was given a separation agreement and $10,000 in back pay. This dude's been stealing from the evidence locker for decades. Decades. Yeah. Yeah. In exchange for non-monetary forms of payment in the school parking lot <laughs> and in his he, cruiser. And he's using his daughter for the freaking uh, mule, too. I'm like, oh my, hey, her you daughter. Know what? God damn. You know what? This, like, if you were to replace the product that he were peddling with something legal, I would call this genius. I really would. If they were, if he were, say, replace drugs with cookies, <laughs> with cookies, or candy bars, <laughs> you know, like, hmm, you know, perhaps subscriptions to the Reader's Digest in exchange for non-monetary forms of payment. I mean, that seems to be a pretty good motherfucking deal to me. But yeah, I mean, like. Maybe, maybe scaling it all the way up to drugs and shit like that probably wasn't the best idea, dude. Probably not. And using a, and using a school, like doubling down and using a school and, and students at the school in order to be your, what you, what you effectively label as the mule. He's got, like, come on. He's got a 25 year career, Buck. These are the shit they caught him with. What didn't they catch him with in 25 fucking years? 
Man, he's probably got a fucked up looking shadow board. <laughs> Our next story comes from lowhud.com. Brewster police officer indicted on false arrest charges. Ah, the Brewster uh, police officer caught on video angrily grabbing a man who wanted to file a complaint against him has been indicted on felony charges that he falsified claims to justify arresting the man. Oh my lord, I'm not going to be able to pronounce this. Uh, officer Fernando Q-U-I-N-O-N-E-S. Yones? Yones? Come on, sp- give me the Spanish. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, spell it one more time for me. Q-U-I-N-O-N-E-S. Quinoes. 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay, Officer Fernando Quinones. <laughs> Allegedly. What, qui- what, 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 what? Go on. Go on. Qui- not Quinones. Quinoes. Quinoes. Yeah. I got to say it like that or I'm not, I'm not going to be able to get it out. Quinones. <laughs> no, dude. You're adding an extra N. I know. Quinones. No. There's two Ns. There's two Ns. Oh. Well, dude, you spelled it. Fuck my life. Q-U- Spell it one more time. Q-U-I-N-O-N-E-S. Q-U-I-N-O-N-E-S. Yeah. Oh, I think you were getting it right. Oh, Quinones, yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Officer Fernando Quinones <laughs> pled, yes. pled not guilty. Hey. Are you clapping? Good job. You're right, man. You know what? I got I to gotta relish in your accomplishments, accomplishments, man. If you won't rest in your bed of laurels, I fucking will. You know, there, there are literally Great. stories that I get sent that I say no to just because I see the names. I know, and you tried so hard, and you, and even after I tripped you, <laughs> well, we can't even get into the article, man. So what did what did what did Francisco Fernando doing? Fernando, I got Fernando right. <laughs> it's Fernando Quinones pled not guilty Thursday at the arraignment uh, on October twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. Quinones pulled Alexander King over for allegedly using his cell phone while driving. King felt Kionas mistreated him and drove to the police headquarters to file a complaint. In the parking lot, Kionas confronted him, asking what King was doing there. King, who had been recording on his cell phone, told him he was there to see his supervisor. The video appears to show Kionas grabbing King by the neck and forcing him to the ground. He did not back up Kionis' account that he <laughs> included in the court documents, charging King with attempted assault, resisting arrest, and disorderly conduct. The criminal charges against King were dismissed last month. Charges related to the arrest on uh, King following a traffic stop by Kionis earlier that same month are also likely to be dismissed as early as Monday. That was awesome for me. He, uh, I'm sorry. King, who testified before the grand jury was elated to learn of the indictment on Friday. It was awesome for me. For a while there, I didn't think anything would come of it. We certainly weren't, wouldn't be talking now if that video hadn't come out. Uh, Police Chief John Del Gardo and Mayor James... Uh, this is, it's a Hebrew name. <laughs> I'm going to say would could not be reached for comment. Uh, both defended Kiones earlier this year based on what they described as King's aggressive reaction to being ticketed. Bullshit. Kiones lawyer Andrew Quinn and John D. Alexandro expressed disappointment in the indictment. <laughs> both have been known have known Kiones for years. Alexandro uh, and a colleague were both working at the Yonkers Police Department and Quinn as the Yonkers PBA lawyer. Quinn described him as a delicate, well-respected cop who spent more than a dozen years as an emergency services officer, including working at Ground Zero following the 9-11 terrorist attacks. We did not see any criminal conduct whatsoever. Really? Because I'm, I'm looking at screenshots from the video, and I've actually seen this video. Um... The cop just straights up grabs this kid by the fucking throat and slams him to the ground. I'm sorry. Uh, that's criminal conduct. A, a lawsuit filed by King against Kionez and the village alleges excessive force and the officer uh, by the officer in, in addition to the wrongful arrest. Kionez's indictment does not accuse him of anything related to the physical confrontation. 
He is charged with three counts of first-degree falsifying business records, offering a false statement, and making an apparently false statement, all felonies. He is charged with one count of an official misconduct, which isn't a misdemeanor, which should be a felony. Kiones, 58, was released without bail and is now uh, back in court on November 22nd. He faces up to four years in prison if convicted of any of the felonies. He joined the Brewster Police Department as a part-time officer in 2016, four years after wrapping up a 23-year career in Yonkers. He has been out with disability for months over an injury related to, unrelated to King's case. He is a second village cop uh, arrested in the past year. Officer Wayne Pifier uh, allegedly, I'm sorry, pled guilty in April in Brooklyn federal court to accepting sexual favors or non-monetary forms of payment in exchange for protecting sex traffickers who brought prostitutes to Brewster. If you get a chance, watch this video. Um, If you just search for um, King wrongful arrest, I'm sure you'll find it. Uh, Buck, there's a, there's a thing I like to... There's a, these people on the internet called First Amendment Auditors. And this guy is not one of them. He literally... You know, the interaction with the ticket wasn't even there. Uh, but when he got to the police station, what they're not saying in this article is, as he was driving to the police station, the office, he told the officer, I'm going to go file a complaint. The officer followed him the whole way to the police station. The whole time he's driving wow. to the police station, the cop followed him. And... You know, how dare you go to try to talk to my boss? And the guy's walking in there, and he's like, what are you doing here? It's like, I'm here to file a complaint. And he just grabs this kid by the fucking throat, man. I mean, it's like, Jesus. So, so he, he, he like, legit just straight up, like, choke slams this kid. Like, straight up WWE, like, like, Kane style goes up and choke slams him. Like yeah. stone cold, yeah. Like that's that's what we're talking about here, right? Pretty much. Because he wanted to file a complaint. That's true. This is a very poor, poor solution to somebody who may or may not have a problem with your professional conduct. Just FYI, this should be a PSA to everybody. It really should. It really should be. Like. If you can't be a glowing example, you should be a very, very horrible warning. And this is this is exactly that. This is a terrible warning. I want to file a complaint. WWE, ding, ding, ding. Choke slam. And and that's 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 our problem solving process here. Like I don't understand how the flow chart leads to to a choke slam in this in this in this particular well, equation. This is why a lot of departments you'll see are so against body cameras. Because they in this scenario, he just whooped this guy's ass and then charged him with assaulting an officer. It's like so but you know so who but in, when you go to court, this guy's gonna be wearing orange jumpsuit, probably handcuffed, and then the cop's gonna come in in his nicest, you know, pressed uniform. Who's you gonna believe? Right. So that and so it happens more often than you could ever ever account for, and you know, and I'm, we are not gonna go down to that rabbit hole. But there's a reason I'm not still in law enforcement. I believe it. You know what it is. You were there. Oh, I know. That's why I'm saying I believe it. Like you know. Yeah. I excuse me. I can I can attest and co-sign to that reason. There you go. Okay, Buck, we're back, and we just during the commercial, you and I watched that the 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 video together. What'd you think, dude? He straight up, just like WWE style. Like I saw the fucking screenshot, just like straight up tombstone this guy. Well, not tombstone, he didn't flip him over, but I mean, like he choke slammed him, man. It, it, like if you were to just replace the setting, like somebody should just Photoshop them into a ring. And it would look like a staged fight. Yeah, I love that. We're going to charge him with attempted assault of an officer. Yeah. but Like, it, come on, man. Yeah. Like, they were, like all that kid did was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then the dude reached out and, like, slapped his phone and started to fucking choke him. Like, no shit. Yeah. I'd have filed a complaint, too, bud. <laughs> well, our next yeah. story comes from azcentral.com. As a Phoenix officer resigns after being arrested on suspicion of solicitation of prostitution. 
A Phoenix police officer resigned on Tuesday after being arrested on suspicion of solicitation of prosecution. Quit doing that! Quit doing that, people! You do not need to have the, the first sentence repeat itself when you have the... Because that's the title as well, apparently. Just come up with a better title. Anyway. Michael Martinez, 30, was arrested early Sunday morning, according to Phoenix police spokesperson uh, Sergeant Phil Krasinski. Uh, Martinez has since been released from jail. Uh, court documents obtained from the Arizona Republic state, Martinez engaged in sexual conduct under a fee agreement. <laughs> under a fee agreement at the motel on September 16th. Martinez asked a woman from a website who he had met before to help him meet up with her friends who he had seen in a picture. In an interview with the police, Martinez admitted he paid $100 to the woman before engaging in sexual intercourse with her friend. He said he felt this meeting uh, with the escort, quote, which we have viewed different than a prostitute. <laughs> Martinez acknowledged to police that, he, that when he paid, he believed sexual intercourse would happen. Court documents state that he also admitted that he had, it had happened between him and a friend uh, fell under the Arizona Revised Statutes de- de- definition of prosecu- uh, prostitution. Krasinski said Martinez resigned as of Tuesday. The police department didn't have evidence that suggests that any sex act occurred while Martinez was on duty or in a police vehicle, according to Krasinski. The Phoenix police did not provide additional information as the investigation is ongoing. Under a fee agreement. Now, you know what? I mean, you say prostitution. You is in the article say prostitution but i tend to lean more towards calling it supporting local economy i mean you know there's a lot of stigma and a lot of taboo around prostitution and i look at it the same way i do as weed to be honest with you i I don't understand why it's illegal um you know if you have two consenting adults who make a fee agreement as as it is so eloquently put in the article and I like that like you know it's straight up skeefy legal jargon as 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 an attempt to make a defense for something because quite frankly whether or not I think it should be legal it isn't and the dude broke the law and got fucking caught with his fingers in the fucking cookie jar yeah, we're calling it now the cookie so, jar <laughs> we we can I mean, like, you know, this is kind of like our show, but I've I've referenced or alluded to a cookie jar, I'm sure, many, many other times. So I think that we should just go ahead and keep calling it a pussy. But, you know, for this for this particular rant, we'll call it a cookie jar and just move along. You know, but here's the thing. If you're ever going to get a prostitute, uh, go down to Goodwill, get yourself a cheap tripod. Come back, go to Five Below or something like that nature. Get yourself a nice, cheap little um, cell phone mount for said tripod. Set it up uh, and have your fee agreement be for the distribution of the video rights. Because that way you're not fucking a hooker. You're making a porno. You're damn right, dude. Yes, I am. You know, but... but either way, I, I'm, I'm... But, you know, it sounds like I'm making a joke or some shit like that, but I really, like... I have a lot of respect for for prostitutes. You know, I really do. You know, women who do it on on, you know, as honest a basis as they can, you know, I'm sure that there are, you know, the sex trafficking and, you know, pimp related types of prostitutes that we all read about and hear about in books and, you know, news stories, but you know, if if you look at like the way Europe has it set up, like in Amsterdam, like those girls have health insurance benefits. They enjoy going to work every day. Dude, I you know they. I used to like, like what, one what? of those people that kind of looked at hookers like ooh. But I, I'll tell you this: you know, when I for a short time I was doing vehicle repossessions, and I got the, the the company I worked for. We worked mostly out of D.C. and Baltimore, and we you know we worked overnights. That's when you could get the most most of the vehicles. So I, uh, I, I we would go down to D.C. or Baltimore mostly DC at night and we would go to a Royal farms or something like it's a, it's a 
the QT in the Midwest, uh, Sheets in the Northeast. It's just a convenience store, the gas station. But they, we would get like bunches of um, these little carriers full of coffee. You just get black coffee, you get a bag of sugar, bag of creamers, whatever. And we would go make friends with all the hookers. Because if you take a hooker or a cup of coffee, I've said it before, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be, you're shocked what a ham sandwich can buy you. Uh, I can tell you on the, on the cold night in D.C., a cup of coffee will buy you exactly where the car is that you're looking for. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And you know what? I mean, like, again, if we, if we took away the stigma behind of it and made it legal, we could, A, tax it, and B, you know, like, come on, people. Like, you're going to call yourself capitalists, but we're not going to capitalize. My, like, what, 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 what is this? And then also, you know, for those naysayers out there, like, first off, oh, well, sex is gross. Nah, having sex is gross. You better, have, you better be a childless fucking virgin if you're going to sit there and shovel coal into that fire, okay? Because there are people that are like, eh. And, you know, also, you know, oh, well, having sex with so many men is gross and this and that and the other things. Wait, 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 what are you, in like 1954? Have you ever seen what a fucking plumber has to do? <laughs> and you're, and you're going to tell me that, that, you know, lighting a few candles and creating some ambiance so that somebody can get a nut is, uh, is gross compared to, you know, the undercarriage of your fucking home or your fucking cesspool? You know, like, come on, man, have a little, you know, and you're telling me, you're telling me that you can send somebody off to do that every day and play around in people's fucking cesspools and the crawl spaces of their home. And they come home, they've they, they done a good job, they get to eat a steak dinner, have a foot rub, and, and you got a problem with a girl laying on her back and establishing fee agreements for it. Here's the thing. Dude. Or if I'm paying for it, she better not just be laying on her back. Okay, she better she better, well, she better be doing, bringing some skills to the game. Like I never understood like, Steve, the, the, like the whole Muslim philosophy of you know you get the seventy two virgins or whatever. Fuck that, man. You can keep your seventy two virgins. Give me no, ten. Give, man, me, give yeah. me give me ten good hoes. <laughs> ten. Just give me one, man. Just give me one. You gotta tag you out. Know, I don't no, man. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I have I have a failed marriage and a very happy one. And I can tell you, okay, one one wife, one. That's I'm, it. That's it. That's, I'm not that's, talking that's about the I'm not talking about cheating on your fucking wife. Don't you dare try to the, the swing. No, back. I'm talking about the state. No, man, no, I'm talking, I'm about, talking about like I don't want. No, one. you're you're in the fucking. I only you, you have one. cast off your, the mortal coils. You are now in where you were supposed to enjoy your eternity. Okay, and I want I want to do that with seventy two fucking women. No, just ten hoes. I don't even want to do that with ten. I don't even want to do that. With, enjoy my eternity, surrounded. Oh, come on, dude. Why do you think roosters are so ready to fucking fight, man? They're surrounded by hens all day. Like, you, I didn't say, they had, I didn't say they have to stick around, man. I'm going to have a little bell or something. Like, bring in Hoda. No, man. No, 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 no. You sit me in a room with ten women for eternity, and that is all ca- all stick and no carrot. Like, that. <laughs> bring, I'm going to ring a bell, and some little angel is going to bring me in a cigar some Jack Daniels and ask me and gonna give me a menu of my hose selection for the night. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yes, Ras. You've been wonderful in your mortal life. We're just gonna have we're just gonna have hose, booze, and all the other shit that you love a la carte here for you. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, you know, yeah. people will be begging to go to the other place. <laughs> It just so happens that this cherub's name is Jeeves. Yes. <laughs> and, and, get this. He's not only willing, but excited to see what a fez looks like on him. Like, we can, we can make this eternity thing really wrap the fuck out. No, but no, I don't want ten hoes. Nope. I want, 
I don't I don't want to walk in eternity. That ship <laughs> that sh- float around <laughs> on a cloud. <laughs> it better be it better be a cloud with a fucking side saddle. Okay? It's gotta have a bag and it better have a cup holder. And if you give me that and 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 free range, no fences. I want to be able to like periodically drop in on other people's fucking heavens because I I I I tend to have a lack of imagination on my own with that kind of shit. You know what I mean? So I want to I want to I want to see and and experience eternal bliss vicariously through the paradise of others is what I want to do, and I want to have my cloud with my side saddle and my cup holder, and I will come and visit you and your ten hose. And I will knock first, so you know you will know. I I won't pop in on you in your in your in your eternal bliss. But I will. I, you I know, will I'll, pay be do- I'll be doing other things too. I don't care about those other things, man. I didn't miss my. I don't. I don't miss walking, nor do I miss fine motor skills. But I'm sure that I'll miss. I'm, I'm sure that I'll miss hose every once in a while. I just don't want to spend all of eternity with them. And I don't feel like setting up, like, we, no, 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 no. You have to build your eternity like your Minecraft village, man. And you know what? I had, again, cloud, cup holder, bag. That's all I want. You can do all the work, and I'll take all the, all the benefits. Throw, but either way, I'll fucking wing a hoe over to your cloud. Dude, that's awesome. But we got to digress. Prostitutes. Whatever, whatever. But this dude definitely is a fucking scumbag. Yes, got his got got himself with a, with his hands caught in the lid of the cookie jar. I, I found a website here, Buck, that you may not have heard of before. Um, probably if you did, you haven't heard about it in about twenty years. Our next story comes from Yahoo dot com. <laughs> Arkansas oh police. Oh my god! Arkansas police accused of editing footage of man's mysterious death in custody. Wow. Uh, The family of Terrence Caffey, a man who died during an arrest last year, claimed the video footage of his arrest was edited by police before it was shown to the public, per a report from KATV News. The family's attorney, Benjamin Crump, said that the hidden two minutes of video left out a crucial moment leading to Caffey's death. A moment ago, the Pulaski County Sheriff's Office released a 43-minute video footage showing the arrest of Caffey at the movie Tavern Theater for allegedly fighting an employee. According to T, uh, THV's 11's report, Caffey tried to report, uh, I'm sorry, tried to escape the off-duty police officer, but was pushed against the wall and held down for several minutes. Then uh, he was taken outside by multiple officers and held down again before being put into a car. While in transit, an officer noticed Caffey wasn't breathing and was taken to the hospital where he died. Uh, Crump said the office that the moments Kathy was held down were omitted from the camera footage shown to the public. Oh, geez. According to Crump's legal team, the nearly 43 minute video released by PCSO never showed an officer holding their hand on Kathy's neck while another placed his, their knee on his back. Nearly four minutes later from the vantage point, officers back up Kathy and uh, place him in a squad car. Crump believes at this point, Kathy was no longer alive. Our medical examiner believes he's dead at that point, and they did put him in the car. They put him in a car like it's no problem. <laughs> they, wow, they uh, they him stay him. That's what it says there, and y'all are kicking it, taking no problem at all. Finally, one of the officers goes to check the back of the car where the lights are and say, "Oh, we got a problem. Maybe he wasn't just there. Maybe he wasn't just saying he can't breathe." Holy shit. Uh, the prosecutor's office released a letter last month saying Caffey died of sickle cell trait crisis during <laughs> exertion per THV 11. However, the autopsy ruled his case a death as a homicide, further backing the family's belief the officer had direct hands in Caffey's death. The suspicion of the uh, edited footage doesn't just concern Caffey's death, but also the grand jury's decision. Trump's legal team said the two minutes of footage left out of the 43-minute clip were not presented to the grand jury last month, which could be the reason why no officer was charged criminally in Caffey's death. Caffey's family requested the Department of Justice open an investigation into Terrence's death. Okay. What in the ever-loving fuck? The second you said that he was having trouble breathing, 
I am me, and it was, it's the first thing they fucking taught us when we started working at the jail. Positional One asphyxia. Of the first thing, positional asphyxia, man. Positional asphyxia. Yeah. Like, I knew it. That shit's just stank right there. And then they're trying to cover the fuck up sickle cell crisis. Dude. Dude. Talk about a fucking trumped up fucking bullshit well, excuse. And also, when you use sickle cell... There's only one segment of the population that gets sickle cell problems. And it ain't white guys. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I mean, not typically. I mean, yeah, I mean no. I'm not even gonna go there. I, I don't know enough about it. It is typically the the, the black pe- the the black population yeah. that that would that would suffer from that. Like not some not no. Mm-mm. They're trying to they're trying to they're they're grabbing at straws. And they're really fucking it up. Like, what yeah. in the shit is that, man? They killed a man. See, I am like adamantly against a couple things when it comes to body cam and this footage in general. Um, the, uh, most places will edit out uh, faces uh, in some cases. Um, sometimes they'll just say, oh, that's not appropriate to give to the public. So they'll just hold it and they won't give it up. The other thing is, I, I despise officers having the ability to mute their microphone. I really, really have a problem with that. Um, yeah, man. But uh, the fact that they just straight up cut out the two minutes when he's when he's when they're saying that something allegedly happened. Oh, we're just gonna give you that part. They need to get a fucking order to have that entire thing released. And and you know, I was thinking maybe they just didn't want to show the guy's death on camera when they distribute it to the public. But the fact that they show the edited version to the grand jury also, nah, <laughs> you fucking off that cat. Dude. And you know what, man, you know, I, I can remember, you know, backup calls and shit like that. When we were, when we were working together and we get there and the fucking lieutenants would get on deck. And the first thing they would check is, is whether or not that inmate was on his belly and whether or not he could fucking breathe. You know, they did not, they did not mess around with positional asphyxia where we worked. They absolutely did not. They, they were basically like, unless, unless he's actively trying to kill you, you keep him on his side or you make sure he can breathe. Do not, do not put yourself on him. They used to, they, whatever. You know what, man? I mean, people need to be a lot more careful. And this is why, this is why law enforcement's going to continue to get a bad rap. Use piss poor training and crappy selection processes. I'll bet you that the the people in this Mayberry style fucking police organization that they got down there are all the chief's brother in law or cousin. Through that, uh, the, this the, I can't. I'm trying to figure out how to pronounce the the actual domain for this next website, but it's uh, a stitch in time is what the website's called. Uh, this says two cops voluntarily resign for failing to use a lethal weapon on a suspect. Yeah. According to authorities, two Fairfield, Ohio police officers voluntarily resigned because they chose to use a taser instead of a lethal weapon against an armed subject. Uh, August Reed and Mark uh, Bartlett, the two officers who were hired in February of 2022, recently resigned after being reprimanded for not shooting an armed suspect during a police chase. According to investigators, officers Reed and Bartlett were on the hunt for a 25-year-old Stephen Jones on the evening of October 8th when he fatally shot 25-year-old Sidney Printup. The the shooting occurred after Jones and Printup were involved in a car accident in 1900 block of Fairgrove Avenue in Hamilton. According to witnesses, Jones also fired his gun into cars nearby while fleeing the scene. Reed and Bartlett were the first responding officers to arrive on the scene, and they caught up with Jones in a yard off of Morris Road, according to the reports. Jones brandished a gun at the officers and disobeyed their commands as soon as Bartlett and Reed got out of their cars. In the police report, Officer Bartlett said he could not use deadly force because it wasn't a clear shot. I was unable to take a shot at the suspect due to a citizen moving his, uh, mowing his lawn behind the male subject. According to the police report, Jones ran out of the yard, and while he was evading officers, Officer Reed used his taser, but Jones was not hit. After losing sight of Jones, Officers Reed and Bartlett called for backup, and in the six, 
6,400 block of Tara Brook Court, Jones was confronted by two Hamilton police officers. The Hamilton police officers fatally shot Jones after he allegedly pulled a gun on them. This is an active and ongoing investigation, according to the Bureau of Criminal Investigation. Per department policy, the two Hamilton officers are on administrative leave. The name of the officers have not been released, according to police. Uh, Chief Robert uh, Chabelli criticized officers Reed and Bartlett on Wednesday for not using lethal force against Jones and added that both the officers had voluntarily resigned last week. It was determined that our two officers did not really do what they meant to do, and this is to use lethal force and stop the gentleman's threat. The gentleman was known to have a gun, and the gun was observed, and he leveled off at the officers with that pistol. Belly went on to say that the decision to use a taser instead of a lethal weapon was inappropriate, and it was the best and it was best that the officers chose to resign. One of the officers inappropriately fired a taser at him and that and that taser was uh, not the proper tool to use. You don't use less lethal when you have someone armed with a lethal weapon. Ultimately, it is best for them to resign. What a fucking cock gobbler. Yeah, no shit, dude. What a fucking no cock gobbler. I mean, seriously. I, I, oh, you, I, why didn't you just fucking off the guy? Why don't we just fucking execute him, too? I mean, shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, come on, dude here's the whole thing they were there in that situation you weren't right and they and and here you know (laughs) fuck i was in a vehicle accident one night i had just gotten called that a family member had uh, attempted suicide so i was headed from pennsylvania to south carolina at about midnight uh i got about two blocks from my house and i was hit head on this uh, female driver and male passenger started backing up, and I figured they were just going over and getting out of the intersection. Uh, I step out of my car, and I make eye contact with said driver. She hits the gas and comes right at me. I pulled my sidearm. I leveled it off. I had a bead on her. Ultimately, I decided to try to jump out of the way. Didn't succeed. She still hit me with the car. Uh, spun me around. I hit the ground. Popped up. And I, I leveled off, and I just followed, and I ultimately didn't shoot. Uh, within a couple moments, local PD arrived. Uh, we knew each other. So he says, what happened? I said, this is the description. She's that way. Go. Uh, he took off. A couple minutes later, state police show up. Just so happened I had had an interaction with that trooper earlier in the day, and he knew who I was. But he looked around for a minute and said, you the only one with a gun? I said, yeah. He's like, which way did they go? I go, that way. And he took off. Turns out the only thing anybody in the, in the area saw was somebody, some crazy guy in the roadway with a gun. Not the, not the fucking hit and run. Not the guy that got hit by a van. But they come back. Now, once I figured out that that's probably what was going on, I had uh, unloaded my firearm, set it in the trunk of the car, and I went over to the other side of the intersection. Um, the cops came back, and they, they didn't ultimately didn't catch her that night. They did, they did get her in the long run, but... Um, I had that trooper look at me and say, why the hell didn't you shoot her? And I said, I remember, I remember when that happened to you, man. I said, well, there's a convenience store behind her for one. Uh, and two, you know, it wasn't a justifiable shoot. I was able to, if I had to jump sooner, I probably, I probably could have got completely out of the way, but I was kind of froze. Um, he goes, well, we wouldn't have known that if you'd shot her. And I said, are you for real? And then the local cop says, well, you could at least shot out a tire. What fucking movie world are you living in, dude? <laughs> yeah. I, I, people, people run around with too little regard for, for other people's lives. They, they really do. Like, I know that, that the guy that they were chasing after had a lethal firearm that he had just killed people and was shooting at others. Allegedly, but you know what? They were no, there. No, here's, they... The thing that, here's the thing with that. Allegedly. Now, allegedly, he did it. We know that he Mm -hmm. did it, but they didn't know at the time. They got a call for, you're working for this guy. Supposedly he did this. Hadn't been to court, you know, no, no witnesses. It was just, they were just being told on the radio that this cat did this or has been being wanted for this. So, you know, the the fact that it didn't just, so what, every time someone makes a phone call that there's a guy with a gun, um, 
the cops should go get him? Should they just like roll up and execute him? I mean, they they exercise they, they exercise discretion, you know. And I guarantee you, and being, did being a pretty the, damn good job. Yeah. <laughs> so, now, fuck you, Chief. You, you had some officers who were actually, you know, not being quick they on the trigger, thinking. not being quick on the trigger, and you fucking crucify them. You fucking piece of shit. And you know what? I mean, like, in all honesty, you know, sometimes shocking the shit out of somebody is really fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. Like. No, always. But I mean, like. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I mean, again, you know, I never had to qualify on the uh, on the pistol style tasers, but I did have to do the shield and e-bids. the uh, and the handheld e-bids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're just they're just. They're really, I mean, like, even for qualification purposes, we only had to take, like, what, a one, maybe two-second burst tops, <laughs> you know? And, and like, the maximum legal limit that you are allowed to apply to another human being, in, uh, in, in, in our setting, at least, was eight to 15 seconds. Five. Well, you could, okay, no, you, 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 you could ride, give them multiple rides, but each, each hit was only five seconds. Right. Yeah. You could do three hits. You could do three hits max. And then the, then the device actually locked itself out, so you couldn't do it. Dude, the, I just... On the shield, it did. I'm not sure about the handheld. No, the shield locked out. The handheld did not. It, it maxed out at 15 seconds, and then, and then it would shut off. It would, it would shut itself off automatically at 15 seconds. It wouldn't even do the bursts. It wouldn't even do the bursts. They weren't as controlled as the shields were. But, you know, I didn't... Either way, man, I digress. The fact of the matter is this, you know, those, those two guys, I applaud them. First off, you, you exhibited a great deal of discretion. And I think that any department would be, you know, lucky to have you. And I'm, I'm so sorry that the culture there forced you to resign. I wish the police forces had more people that used discretion and, and performed due diligence in their actions the way that you guys did. So bravo. For what it's worth. For what it's worth indeed. Now they're on. Okay, Buck, that's going to bring us to an end of this episode. Um, you can also check out our other show that Buck happens to host called the Subcockles of Reddit. That's available on what Apple Podcast and Anchor at the moment. Uh, you can also go back to you know previous episodes of Social Liability Podcast. Last week's episode included a interview with the owner of Rentahitman.com, Guido Finelli. That's an excellent listen. Give that one a shot. Uh, that being said, folks, we uh, remind you that the Social Liability Podcast does not cost anything. The only thing we ever ask you to pay is attention. And if you could maybe tell a friend, that might be helpful. Uh, maybe get us one more listener occasionally. That'd be nice. <laughs> that being said, folks, I am the Raz. He is the Buck. Uh, wishing you all a happy and safe week, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Social Liability Podcast. Social Liability Podcast.